Hello, Mystic fam. It's your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are tuned into Mystic Mommy Podcast. I just want to go ahead and start off by thanking all of my listeners uh, for tuning in and listening to me blab on about a bunch of just weird spiritual stuff. So if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't even be doing this right now. So I just want to thank you guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off this podcast with the card of the day. And um, I'm going to post the deck that I have um, to my page because it is the coolest deck I've ever seen. Um, It's called Tarot of Haunted House. And the illustrations are like the coolest ever. It's it's really amazing. Um, I got them from a store called Mystic Sisters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They, I believe they ship and everything. Um, So if you're interested in them, I'm going to go ahead and post it on the page so you guys can get... um, just some kind of, you know, idea or visual of what they look like, but it's honestly the coolest thing ever. Uh, just a side note, I originally started off doing tarot with the gypsy fortune telling playing cards, and it was actually really cool. Um, actually learning that and it helped me, you know, it was just like a beginner's kind of thing, uh, with the tarot, but I really love those tarot cards. And then I started using the, um, the, you know, the very basic bitch ones, which are the Rider Waite deck of tarot cards. Um, And then now my husband, he went ahead and bought me these really cool tarot cards and like a deck of Oracle cards. I have yet to use Oracle cards, but um, I had to bust these babies open for um, this show. And today I got the uh, Five of Swords. And uh, the Five of Swords uh, represent (laughs) defeat, uh, self-defeat, arguments, irritability, and feeling attacked. Um, basically, with the Five of Swords, it says that um, you basically are in a healthy situation just to prove your point, um, just to prove you're right. Also, um, it's like one of those situations where you feel that you need to win an argument, but at what expense is it to you? Is it better for you to win that argument and hurt that other person's feelings and not taking their feelings um, into consideration? Or is it one of those things that you just need to learn to just shut the fuck up and let it go? And um, these cards just be speaking to me. It's very aggravating just how much, um, how on point my spirit guides and ancestors just, uh, just like to, you know, tell me how it is uh, straight lace. So yeah, my spirit guys are just a little bit more, they're a little gangster, and I appreciate from appreciate them for that. Um, so with this episode, we are going to get into manifesting and tantra and sex magic. And a lot of people think sex magic um is just some freaky deaky stuff and it involves Satan and or Lucifer. And I mean, hey, if you're into that, you're into that, that's cool, more power to you. But um, that's not what this podcast is about. Um, It's just a little bit more about what Tantra is, what sex magic is, um, and manifesting and why that even ties into manifesting. And um, once I start explaining it to uh, to you guys, I think you're going to get a better understanding. I'm also going to include uh, a ritual. If you are interested, I'm going to include a ritual for a single person and for a coupled person because sex magic is something you can definitely do alone. Um, and it's also, you can do uh, with your partner. Uh, right now I do have two special guests, uh, Persephone 
who is our house cat, and a little bear who is the house dog. And they are in the studio today, aka my altar uh, space, which is literally a rug and an Ikea table uh, with all my crystals and tarot cards on it. And they're sleeping and they're just enjoying everything. So let's get into it because I am I was really, really uh, excited about this one. And um, I just want to go ahead and get into it because it's just something that everyone can do. Um, you don't have to believe in a certain religion. Um, it's something that is a very useful tool uh, for manifestation. I know a lot of people, I, I'm one of those people, I like to do vision boards um, or I like to do new moon rituals to be able to manifest, but this is another way of manifesting. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. I do also want to uh, do a disclaimer. Um, as a practitioner, uh, if you don't do things correctly, there's always um, negative energies that can come into play, um, especially with, with the fact that we're talking about sex magic with a partner. Um, I did, I, I do a lot of research before I um, go ahead and share this information. And um, if you are doing this with a partner, um, you can do it with a stranger and just use them for, you know, the manifestation. But I, I'm a, a big believer in energy uh, work um, and negative energies and um, just very low entities and leeches out there that are waiting to get into you. And I feel that having sex is basically opening a portal to yourself with the other person and you're allowing them in. So just be careful with whose energy you're letting in because you could be manifesting something completely different than what you asked for. Um, or sometimes it might be one of those things like you get what you ask for. So just be very careful what you're doing it for and who you're doing it with. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into this. So let's just do a formal definition of what manifestation or manifesting actually is. Um, so manifesting is a theory, an idea, event, or um, action, object that shows or embodies something, um, whether it's like a vision, um, it's just something that's theoretical and you're able to bring it into the physical realm or bring it, made it, make it real, make it here, um, in, you know, in present day, in, in life right now, in real time. Um, so that's what manifesting is, which I'm sure a lot of you guys all know what manifesting is, um, because it can, I mean, you know, a lot of people do it, especially me with like money, funds, um, wealth, or um, physical things such as houses, cars. Um, and recently, I know I did a new moon ritual, and um, one of the the, the things were uh, was a car. So I manifested a car for my husband. Um, but remember, everything comes with terms and conditions. So yeah, we got a car um, with zero to little money, but the payments are like ridiculous. But we were able to find someone to accept him for his credit and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it does work out. But just remember, you are very um, 
precise in what you want. If there's, if let's say, for example, you want a dress, right? The dress you've seen, you can't afford the dress. Um, however, you have to be precise. What dress do you want? You can't just say a red dress that you saw because it might not be that red dress. You might get a red dress, but it might not be that red dress. So be specific to the detail. It was satin, knee high. You saw it at, um, I don't know, Neiman Marcus or some shit. I don't know. Just get down gritty and down to dirt, like exactly what you want. Like, don't feel like you're being selfish. Don't feel like you're being extra. You're asking for too much. No, these are your dreams. You want this to come true. You need to do what you have to do. So be exact and precise. Okay. Don't feel bad at all. So um, that's what manifesting is. Basically, bringing something that's um, not of material, that's immaterial from um, like a different realm that, you know, I I hate to say imagination, but um, something that you want that's just not here physically and bringing it here into real time. Um, Now, we're going to get into sex magic, right? Because that's what this is all about. Um, so sex magic, uh, matter of fact, no, I'm going to go into what Tantra is because if we talk about sex magic, it's like we're getting way too into it. Let me, let me build you guys up. Let me get, let me, you know, turn you guys on and, and start working that magic and, you know, foreplay before we actually achieve the orgasm. So foreplay, um, Tantra, right? So uh, Tantra basically, um, is used, it's for health. It's used to help you prosper, to thrive, um, to become, it's about total well-being. Um, it is allowing you to figure out what's blocking you from thriving and to help you, um, attain spiritual and material prosperity. Um, you, in Tantra, you work, the person, you, the vessel, um, you work with five different bodies, which is the mental, emotional body, the energetic body, the physical body, the wisdom body, which is your inner teacher and the bliss body. Um, so there's different things you could do in Tantra to, it's, it's very close to sex magic. Um, I, well, I would say sex magic is a form of Tantra, um, to help you not only heal yourself, but to also gain material things. Um, So Tantra, sex magic helps you attain things that you want, helps you manifest things that you want. Um, And then Tantra helps you become well, whole, um, wise. It helps you manifest all those things that you want to enter your life as well um, into material So, um, sex magic now, sex magic is basically a form of Tantra and, um, you use the energy. Um, and when I say the energies, there's a specific type of energy and I'm going to explain it when you are getting aroused, whether you are, um, playing with yourself so that you can achieve orgasm and, um, and or like, you know, the foreplay when you're getting oh, aroused, that's the word I'm looking for, when you're getting very aroused, like very turned on. And when you are either having sex or you are touching yourself or whatever the case might be, um, 
and you feel that energy and that pressure and everything building up right before you have an orgasm, like the very right, right before it goes boom and you explode, it's all of that pent up energy, okay? All of that pent up energy. That is raw, pure energy, okay? That is the energy that you need to manifest things in sex magic. Sex magic is not taking a chicken, cutting the head off, spraying the bed with freaking blood and doing all this fucking crazy shit that doesn't, no, it's it's not that stuff that you see in movies where you see like people having orgies and people, sex magic, actually, you don't even have to have sex to, to be able to do these rituals. You don't. It's that energy, that pent up energy you feel um, and you need that release. So there's several ways you can do uh, sex magic. So one of the ways that I know um, is it takes time. Um, It's like uh, you can use it, do it in a week over a course of a week um, or a month, depending on how big it is, uh, what you want. So the bigger it is, the longer you want to drag it out. It's not something you want like one and done, you're in there, you're out. Um, You basically wait. So um, for example... If this is something that you're doing with a partner, um, if this is something you're doing with a partner, you have to make sure that you two are on board. Okay, that this is why I was talking about a little bit earlier. Um, if you are going to do it with someone else, a stranger, that's perfectly fine. I would say um, in that case, make sure that you're not sharing this with them. That this is just solely for you. And this is going to be a very selfish act that you are doing what you're doing because um, you need to get yours. So uh, you would basically, depending, let's say there's this beautiful house you've seen, right? And remember um, how the universe works. It doesn't just drop the house out of the sky for you, but it gives you avenues and routes so that you can attain the house. Just like the car. Um, We didn't have a car drop out of the sky for us, but with zero to little money being approved for a car and, you know, doing what we had to do to get the car it the opportunity came to us and that's how that's how manifesting works for the most part um so you would set let's say it's a house right so over a seven day week with your partner you would you and your partner would write down details of the house so let's say you want the house by the beach right and then you have backyard space and has a a built-in pool or it's the house is yellow and there's beautiful green grass in the front and you have flower beds as far as you can see. I don't know. Just think of each detail. You write it down in a journal. You guys, um, you know, go to bed. I I personally like to sage my bed. I don't like to keep all those negative energies in there um, or old energies, low energies. Like I just always make sure I sage my bed, especially if we're about to go lay in it. Um, so you go ahead and you get in your bed and um, you guys basically touch each other, turn each other on, get each other aroused and heightened and build up all that sexual tension between you two. Keep building it, building it, building it. There's, um, You can even, if you want, touch each other. That's perfectly fine. You could touch each other, caress each other, rub each other, but you cannot have sex. You get yourself built up to that point and then you stop. And I know that sounds very frustrating. And that's when, you know, like men like to always complain about getting blue balls. But yes, that's basically what it is. You stop and then you do it again and then you do it again. So you would do that over a course of seven days, remembering the whole time while you're doing this ritual, you keep it in your head. 
what you want, everything you want, this beautiful house, or if it's a car, or if it's a business, or whatever it is that you want to attain, you keep it in your head. You that's that's all you guys are focused on. And then on the seventh day, you guys would do the same exact thing, get yourself up to that point of orgasm, and then you would allow it. Allow that energy because at this point is going to be so pent up from all of the arousal, the aggression, just everything you were feeling that you needed it now. You allowed it to pent up and then you would release that energy into the universe. And um, yeah, that's basically a sex ritual. Um, that's how it would go. It would be the same for yourself, uh, whether you're using someone or not whatever it is that you want. Remember, you can, it can, yeah, it can be a one, one time ritual thing, or it can be something over the course of seven days, depending on how big it is. You want to make sure you drag it out. So let's say it's a house, you can do it over a month and you get what I'm saying at the end of that month, that's when you allow it to happen. Um, but just remember if you're going to do it by yourself, um, you would basically do the same thing and then achieve your orgasm. If you're going to do it with someone else, like a stranger, but um, still for yourself, don't share that with the stranger. Make sure you keep it to yourself and you keep what it is um, in in your, you know, in your mind. Um, also, remember, before you before you do this, very important, you meditate so that you are allowing the universe to know what it is that you want. You're setting those intentions. And I feel like the best way to do that is. Um, is to meditate because meditates meditation is is allowing you to basically set an intention on what it is exactly that you want. So make sure you do a, a nice meditation before then, and then you can begin your ritual. Um, and that's definitely something you can, like I said, do with a partner, or you can do with a stranger. Um, just please don't let them know. So now. Um, sex magic, just remember if you're doing it with a partner, you guys got to have the same thing in mind. Otherwise it's not going to work because if he is not ready to move and you're ready to move and you got this in your head and he's like, nah, I'm not doing this. It's definitely not going to happen. You're basically wasting your time and, um, it's just not gonna, yeah, it's just not going to happen. So you both have to be on board. Um, which is why I recommend doing like a journal or something you guys could write in together um, so that you can put like prepare uh, for the ritual. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, the next thing I want to get into um, is uh, I've, I've read this um, this article on herbs that you can use to increase your libido. Um so this would definitely help you in even cheesing, ugh, cheesing, what am I talking about? Achieving a more intense orgasm. Um, so some herbs that are really good, um, you can use them in teas, you can ground them up and put them in your food. For some reason, I'm just such a tea person. It's very um, hard for me to just uh, cook something with it in it because I feel like it doesn't achieve the same thing as drinking it um, in the water because I feel like you it's just so much more flavorful when you do it that way. Um, so some of these um, powerful libido cre increasing herbs uh, include saffron. Um, all you really need is like 
two strands to get a positive effect. So you could put saffron in a tea. I preferably would put it with um, pair it with hibiscus um, or rose because those have some really really good flavors um, when they're mixed together. Nutmeg. Um, it increases, uh, it's like an aphrodisiac. Um, it was used in Africa and India. Did not know that. That's pretty cool. But with nutmeg, you can do the same thing. Maybe pair it with like a, a chai or a chai. I'm not sure how to pronounce it correctly. A chai tea. Um, put a little bit of agave and mix that in. Um, and make sure you drink those. I would say if I'm making it in a tea, I'll probably do it two times a day in the morning and the night. Um, sex magic, it doesn't matter if you I, I personally, the only reason why I would say it's better to do those rituals at night, um, because just like uh, when you do new moon rituals or um, even when people do hexes, um, back in the day, they would do hexes at a certain time uh, when the moon is hidden, when it's dark, so people can't see. So um, even though you're not going to have, you know, people watching in or looking in on you, uh, you definitely want to make sure you're doing this as it's kind of like secret. You don't want everyone to know about this um, just so that it can happen and no one can try to stop uh, what you have going on if you're trying to prosper. Um, because you, I mean, truthfully, you don't know who people are nowadays and what they're capable of doing. So I would definitely, you know, keep it a secret, do it at night. Um, cleanse your bed, make sure everything is clean. Um, cleanse your body. You don't want to bring any negative energies or entities uh, onto you, especially when you're doing something, like I said, your your body, your, you know, your sexual, your, your vagina, that your organs are powerful. You're opening that. Do you really want to let something negative um, that you've been carrying with you all day uh, in in there, you know, you can cause a lot of damage to your chakras, uh, especially like your root and your sacral. So let's not, you know, make sure you wash up, sage yourself, treat this as like, you know, your royalty. This is a very powerful thing you're doing. Um, so let's see, nutmeg, clove. I want to say clove is very disgusting, but hey, um, I would do that with something strong, uh, maybe like a, a Earl Grey or um, an English breakfast a tea or maybe even I can I can say shy tea uh with a little bit of almond milk and some uh some agave that would taste pretty good and then you have maca root maca root comes from Asia um and it's for men sexuality so it helps improve um or reduce uh erectile dysfunction um and it helps by uh in, by balancing the hormones again uh for women when they have like uh, menopause. So with maca root, I love maca. Um, I use it actually in smoothies, but um, I think that would be a little bit too thick for a tea. So maybe if you wanted to do a nice little, um, or, or if maybe you could pair it with turmeric, uh, that would actually be a pretty good pair with some almond milk um, or oat milk, soy milk, or if you're not vegan, um, you can definitely do it with like just regular whole milk. Um, and then the turmeric and then a little bit of agave or honey. Um, so that would actually be very good. Um, a good like flavor to drink. Passion fruit. Uh, passion fruit helps improve um, the female libido. And um, oh, it's actually also good for anti-anxiety and relaxing. So that's good for both of you guys. 
um, for you and your partner um, to be able to use. Also, just to, just to, I didn't even realize that I didn't mention this, but, um, this is also, this ritual can be performed with same-sex couples. Um, so it doesn't have to be like male and female or anything like that. It's just, it's honestly all the energy that you're using is basically being pushed out there. So it doesn't have to be, you know, male, female or anything like that. Like not at all. It's just definitely something that you can use, um, just to manifest like another way for manifesting things. Um, but building yourself up, building, building all that energy up and releasing it is basically what's going to allow you, um, to be able to <clears throat> manifest the things, the material things into the physical world. Um, I also read some pretty cool, uh, yoga trick, uh, yoga postures. Sorry. I feel like my throat's a little scratchy and dry, um, <clears throat> a little hoarse, uh, but um, some yoga postures. Another thing, um, yoga, if you are not doing yoga correctly, just remember it's going to hurt. Um, it's going to hurt. It's going to feel painful. You're going to feel irritated. If you are doing yoga and meditating and focusing at the same time, it doesn't hurt. It feels like you're healing yourself. Um, so I, uh, the first one I saw was a little wild. It was boat pose. Um, but that's gotta be a very difficult pose if you're not a very flexible person. Um, so another one is, um, that I think that works for everybody is yabium. And that's basically when, um, one partner sits, is sitting down basically. And the other one is sitting with their legs like crossed, um, behind them. So that would be good because you're, you know, um, you would want to focus on breathing together, closing your eyes, um, or you can try soul gazing into each other. Um, soul gazing, uh, sorry, soul gazing is another way with connecting um, with your partner on a very spiritual level um, because you're literally just staring into their eyes. And I would imagine you do this, um, you know, caress each other, build each other up. The more energy you're building up, the more you, this is this is more likely to happen for you because you are building up that energy. The universe is going to see this is something that you really want. You're putting so much energy and force into it. Um, it's just bound for it to happen, for that opportunity to arise, uh, for you to go ahead and take advantage of it, you know? And then next, um, you would sit cross-legged uh, in a position um, across from each other, cross-legged across from each other, um, kind of like your soul gazing, but you would also put your hands on your, on each other's heart. Um, so you could feel their heart beating and they can feel your heart beating. And once again, you would, you know, meditate, focus on what you're trying to manifest, what you're trying to do for you guys, um, bring into your life all that positivity, you know, um, that's also another yoga position that you guys can do. Um, I think sex magic is definitely a very awesome tool to use for manifestation, um, especially if you are a very um, hypersexual. Well, I hate the word hypersexual because it's always kind of it's like always with a negative connotation. But I guess I can say hypersexual, or you are very. Um, I guess into yourself, you think you you just got sex appeal. Um, there are just some people who are like that. You just high, have a high sex drive, high sex appeal. 
Um, they always say Scorpios and Tauruses are like that. So maybe if you just have a little bit more of a sex drive than everybody else, I think this is the best way for you to be able to um, use all of that sexual energy that you have to be able to manifest the things that you want. Um, so that's, you know, a useful tool. And I'm going to close this podcast. And once again, I want to thank all of you for listening, um, always tuning in and giving me a chance to speak to you guys and talk about the weirdest stuff ever. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking about the Akashic Records and past life regressions and um, past life readings and everything like that. Um, I'm actually attuned in um, Akashic Record reading. So if you are interested, please, you can inbox me, um, DM me. Once again, you can always find me at uh, podcast on Instagram. Um, and if you are interested in free Reiki, please, please, please DM me. I can send distant Reiki. We can set that up. Um, so go ahead and get to it. Don't be shy. You can find me once again. At, on Instagram at mystic.mommy.podcast. So that's M-Y-S-T-I-C dot M-A-M-I dot P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys later.